Hello, this is Diana Adair, and you are listening to the Spiral Path Podcast, where we explore topics that take us beyond the mainstream and into what we call higher learning and awareness. For many months now, I have been investigating the fourth dimension, curious as to this link from the third dimension to the fifth that I so rarely hear mentioned. I've often wondered, how do I make this leap from 3D to 5D? And really, what does that even mean in terms I can apply to my daily life? What is this fourth dimension all about anyway? And what I have found to me is the key to this entire shift in consciousness we are all experiencing. I am convinced that the how-to lies within understanding the fourth dimension and working with it. Just as I could not jump from elementary school to high school, I don't think we can jump from the third dimension experiences and learning directly into the fifth dimension and understand it fully until we have moved through the learning and levels of the fourth dimension which are to prepare us for the higher vibrational understanding and experiences that lie beyond it. From books I already owned on the dimensions and I had forgot about, to countless research articles, talks, and interviews, and in my own investigations through meditation and journeying in the higher realms of consciousness, I've learned a lot and I'm excited to share. I'll begin with a brief overview of the dimensions and then go into the elements, the science, and the planes of the fourth dimension, and finally end the talk with how to work with the fourth dimension in our lives, in our daily lives. One last thing I'd like to say before I go into it is that this is what resonates with me as truth in this moment. I recognize and acknowledge that what feels true for me may differ from what feels true for you. It is my belief that we must all honor our own inner knowing and what resonates with us. I also know that what I believe to be true changes as more information comes in and I expand my awareness. So I invite you to just take what resonates and leave the rest, or maybe sit with it for a while and see what sticks or becomes validated through your own experience and exploration. I also welcome your thoughts, feedback, questions, or knowledge you have and would like to share on the subject. We are all here to learn from each other and with each other. And so I really would welcome those if you want to share them. Okay, so to begin, the first point is that we exist within the fourth dimension, not separate from it. And I'd like for you to imagine all the dimensions as those little Russian nesting dolls known as matryoshkas. Hope I said that right. So consciousness splits off from source, which would be the largest of all the nesting dolls that holds all the others inside of it. And consciousness is on a journey of learning and experiencing through these dimensions. Right now, we know ourselves as third dimensional beings who experience our physical world in terms of point, length, breadth, height, and volume. Inside of us, we carry the first, second, and third dimensions, 
which inform and support our existence through each of their properties, including composition and vibration. These first three dimensions are outside of us as well, in the very earth and cosmos we exist and experience in. I'm saying this because it is a common human conditioned belief to think that we are separate from or somehow higher than the life on earth around us. We now know that all life has a field of consciousness that it exists within and that there is consciousness within every dimension that vibrates at a different frequency. Each dimension has a higher frequency of vibration than the previous one and yet still interacts with them all. For example, our bodies exist within the third dimension, but its composition is made up of first and second dimensional chemicals, radioactive, minerals, viral and bacterial elements. We can comprehend and resonate with each of these quite easily, and they would hold a lower vibration than our third dimensional thoughts and body, and yet there is a re relationship in between them. This is called multidimensional consciousness. The fourth dimension is the realm of collective thought, which holds the awareness of our body's first and second dimensional components, as well as all our past experiences of this life and all other third dimensional lives. It is the bridge between the physical and unseen worlds. We can expand our third dimensional consciousness into the fourth dimension through gaining an awareness of the inner workings of our physical body, remembering our dreams, and having experiences of passion, emotion, creativity, and spirituality. Most scientists will be unable to imagine the unseen realms except by mathematical theories that reach beyond the fourth dimension, such as topology, superstring theory, and unified reality theory. And I'll go into the science in depth a little bit later and talk about quantum mechanics, which is considered the science. Most scientists will be unable to imagine the unseen realms, except by mathematical theories that reach beyond the fourth dimension, such as topology, superstring theory, and unified reality theory. These are all theories of quantum mechanics, which is considered the science of the fourth dimension and beyond, some, some in the fifth, and I'll go into that in more detail a little bit later. Culturally, the first four dimensions correspond somewhat to Western spirituality and the higher ones to Eastern mysticism. These dimensions are located on a vertical axis of energy or light that grounds itself in the center in the core of Earth and rises into the galactic center. When we incarnate, our locus of perception is on this axis, which is often called the tree of life in ancient cultures. We also have a mirror image of this axis inside our field of subtle, subtle and solid bodies, and it's called by many names, Shashumna in Sanskrit, the main meridian in acupuncture, the central column or core line of light are a few of the names that this axis is given. 
And we can access this core energetic column both in the earth and in ourselves and travel up and down it to learn from and consciously utilize all of the dimensions in our daily lives while still being anchored bodily in the third dimension. These levels or dimensions offer us a higher intelligence as well as freedom. But first, we must understand our current condition to be able to learn how to move beyond it. After thousands of years of separation from the divine, our collective mind, which functions in the fourth dimension, is caught in a field of polarized archetypal thought forms that are locked in our bodies and minds as emotional trauma blocks and mental unconscious conditioned beliefs. And this is why I have endeavored to understand the fourth dimension more fully and work with it inside myself. It, there's so much healing and growth available here. And that is really the root motivation for me and then to pass this learning on to you for the benefit of all. My goal is to show you how the fourth dimension is a bridge out of the physical to the divine. I believe we need to own 4D as the zone where our active intuition and intense feelings can access high frequency visions and information that will help us clear and reconstruct this powerful 4D zone. It is here in the fourth dimension, collective mind, also called the archetypal realm, that we can release our trauma and unconscious condition beliefs both individually and collectively to recover our story of who we really are as divine multidimensional beings. How we receive the dimensions is simple. Imagine you are lying on a healing table. Many of us have first experienced unseen dimensions during healing sessions such as massages or past life regressions. This is because the so-called healer can set a high-frequency dimensional field that represents the healed state or holds it. And the client, you, can choose to resonate with that field, thereby bringing yourself into a state of wholeness or healed. This field of wholeness or healed is actually utilizing frequencies from other dimensions, most often the second or fifth, to help your 3D body release the blocks represented in 3D. But that is a discussion for another time. For our purposes today, just imagine the surface of the table you are lying on represents the 3D plane of linear space and time our physical bodies exist in. Then imagine the table is actually an upside down isosceles triangle with the side you are laying on as the 3D plane and 2D as the lines connecting 3D to the point on the triangle, which is now at the bottom, which would represent 1D, the first dimension, the very core of the Earth. The fourth dimension, the collective mind, is a canopy over your body, which forms out of the polarizing thoughts and feelings from you, which is also feeding into the entire collective mind. This is how we influence and are influenced by everyone around us. Carl Jung brought much to our awareness and understanding of the collective unconscious and how it works. And I highly recommend his works to understand more about this. This realm of collective memory is also called the Akashic Records. This is where this is held for those of you who are familiar or work with those. 
Rupert Sheldrake in his morphic resonance theory is also describing the fourth dimension. Sheldrake talks about his surprise to find that his, quote, discovery of morphic resonance, or memory in nature, is another way to describe it, was widely acknowledged by Hindu holy men in India as being known about for thousands of years. All right, back to you lying on the third 3D table with the 4D canopy over you. The higher dimensions, 5D and beyond, make portals in this 4D canopy when the person, you, resolves the polarity by releasing the 4D blocks of trauma and conditioning and activates your subtle consciousness. This is the gift and process of working our way through the many planes of the fourth dimension, which we will get into shortly. So you can see now, hopefully, that the fourth dimension the collective realm of thought and feeling emanating from all living things is not solid. We all feel 4D and participate in it in ways such as sharing beliefs about history and religion. Understanding and moving through the planes of the fourth dimension is a process of resolving the polarities of these same beliefs by expanding ourselves to see the purpose of both sides. To move from the dualistic ways of thinking, such as I am right and you are wrong, or this is good and this is bad, to seeing the two sides of an issue are in resonance and interconnected. That is the goal of working through the fourth dimension. So let's talk a little bit about the science of the fourth dimension. As I said before, it is quantum mechanics, and up until this new science came into prominence as the, the ruling paradigm, you might say. Discussion of the fourth dimension and beyond has been largely theories, ideas, and mathematics. The reigning theory for a long time was that the fourth dimension was time itself. Now this has been disproven by quantum mechanics a number of years ago. Although the majority of people I asked if they knew what the fourth dimension was answered with that theory still today that it was time. Quantum mechanics is coming closer than anything ever has before to explaining these dimensions beyond our physical 3D world. For example, the superstring theory says that there are at least 11 dimensions and as many as 26. This is because the only way the math adds up and makes sense is when they go out to 11 dimensions or more. I think this is a lovely example of how scientific theories, quote, discover what the ancients have known and passed down through spiritual concepts and understandings of the nature of reality for thousands of years. Like the hard problem of consciousness, the higher dimensions are non-physical and therefore stay in the land of concepts, unable to be physically proven by, quote, hard science. This is also called scientific realism. We know there is consciousness, but where is it? It cannot be located inside our brains, and yet we experience it. The same could be said of the fourth dimension. Those of us who meditate or receive therapy treatments have probably had the experience that going within is what you do to become aware of our consciousness 
and connect with those 4D blocks of trauma or beliefs held in our body fields in order to learn from and release them. Quantum mechanics essentially does the same thing. Goes within to the subatomic level to understand the building blocks of matter and how to work with them. These building blocks of all matter are light, functioning as either a particle, also called a photon, or a wave, also called a frequency. You can look deeper and see that this light is made up of electrons, neutrinos, and quarks, and even deeper till you can see it is all just information floating around in a whole lot of space. This vast field of information is the quantum field, or it's also called the subquantum field. Typically we just hear it as the quantum field. And it encompasses all matter, all space, and all dimensions. There is a whole lot more space in the quantum field than there is solid matter. And this is true whether you are looking at a light particle or wave, a cell in our body, a table in front of you, or the entire cosmos. It all works the same. A tip I found to working with this is being able to imagine material things as visible light encourages us to think in multi-dimensions and to interact with the different dimensions. All right, let's get back to this light that everything is made of and how it functions as information. Quantum mechanics shows us that light functions as either a particle or a wave. And our brains are wired to detect these frequencies. Since our thoughts are received through the fourth dimension canopy, the reception of these frequencies of thought in our 3D brain is split by the very nature of the subquantum field, this particle wave duality. This dualistic thinking and perception of matter in our minds is considered an electromagnetic phenomenon, as it is a 4D occurrence happening in the 3D electromagnetic field of our brain. And phenomenon just means it's an observable and happening event that science can see as happening and has to acknowledge that, but cannot explain it. Because light can be either a particle or a wave, which we cannot see, we can only predict what light will do by probabilities, which are tendencies for things to happen. This mirrors both life and nature, which both function by probabilities. On a given day, this or that might happen, and we can see by watching events. Measurements in quantum mechanics can only be done by probability distrib distributions, which is exactly how the collective mind functions as well. The more you understand probability, the more you can think clearly and use intentions to direct your actions, which we will go into further. The collective 4D mind is a huge screen of frequency waves that we detect and decipher in the 3D electromagnetic field of our brain. This emotionally and mentally charged dimension of the collective mind is constantly changing according to what is plugged into it. This is where the value of understanding the subplanes of the fourth dimension and how to work through them comes in. The subplanes are there to help us move from 3D's dualistic and separational beliefs and views 
to a more polarized view of reality, where we can see the interrelatedness of all things. This, in turn, prepares us for the next step in consciousness, which is unity and synchronicity, otherwise known as 5D. Quantum mechanics beautifully describes how 4D dualities widen to polarities out of our consciousness in 3D. Various aspects of quantum mechanics seem fifth dimensional, and this is because each dimension morphs up to the next one, and each has lower and higher qualities. So let's talk about the lower and higher qualities or planes of the fourth dimension. The fourth dimension is like a stream that creates a bridge from the third dimension into the higher dimensions. The base of the bridge is where the physical and astral bodies overlap. This area is known as the etheric body. The etheric body is of a vibration between the third and fourth dimension. This body encompasses the physical body and extends beyond it a few inches. Each of the subplanes of the fourth dimension has a correlate body, with every body resonating to a higher vibration than the last one. So we'll start with the emotional body, also known as the astral body, which is higher in vibration than the etheric and physical bodies and extends beyond them. Overlaid on the lower frequency bodies is the mental body, which is also of higher vibration and extends beyond the emotional body. Then comes the causal body, again another increase in vibration, which overlays the other bodies and extends beyond the mental body. Finally, there is the spiritual body, the I am presence, which is the highest in vibration and extends beyond all the other bodies. The I am presence is the guardian to the rainbow bridge, which crosses over into the fifth dimension. 4D is a live and participatory zone with a lot of interaction between the bodies or planes. These different planes, which are increases in frequency, can be accessed by expanding our consciousness. The lower astral plane holds the invisible emanations of all the fear and negativity that is projected into it from the physical plane. So this would be right off of the body, the first or lower, lowest plane of the fourth dimension. The lower astral has been known as hell, with purgatory being just above it. Fourth dimensional consciousness feeds into and extends third dimensional emotions. Therefore, it is often known as the realm of emotion. The lower astral, which holds the third dimension's negative emotions, is not a pleasant experience, and a path must be forged through it into the higher subplanes, such as fairy. The land of fairy, which we read about as children in our fairy tales, actually exists upon the middle fourth dimension. Fairy acts as a respite after we have forged our pathway through the fear and darkness of the lower astral plane. After we have experienced fairy, which is a lot about play and helping us to lighten up, we can travel in our fourth dimensional consciousness or fourth dimensional bodies into the emotional plane, also known as the astral plane. Here, we learn about the mastery of our emotions. From there, we can travel up into the mental plane to learn mastery of our thoughts. In the causal plane, also known as the higher mental plane, 
we can learn the cause and effect of how thoughts and feelings create our world. The spiritual plane, which is the highest part of the causal plane, connects us to the higher guidance of our I am presence. This is what I would also call our higher selves generally. Although I do have to say that in the quantum healing sessions that we do, I have met higher selves and higher self collectives who identify themselves as sixth or seventh dimensional. So I think there's not just one definitive line here between these higher dimensions when it comes to where our oversoul or I am presence is exactly. So a brief review of the purposes of the 4D subplanes starting from the highest vibrational plane is the causal spiritual to learn laws of cause and effect and spiritual guidance, the mental learn mastery over our thoughts, astral emotional which is to learn mastery over our emotions, the land of fairy, overlaps emotional, mental, and causal planes, helping us to lighten up, the lower astral, learn mastery over dark side, i.e. fear and negative emotions, and the etheric, which is the interface between third and fourth dimension. All of the fourth dimensional bodies exist over, under, around, and through the physical body but they cannot be seen by our five physical senses. If we can perceive the fourth dimension consciously, we can expand our awareness enough to cross that rainbow bridge into our superconscious mind, which is what takes us into the fifth dimension. So now let's talk about working with this great polarity system of 4D in all the planes and how this polarity system works. When higher dimensional energy rushes into the curved 4D canopy over us, it acts like a lens that splits thoughts and feelings into two possibilities, positive or negative, good or evil, black or white, etc. One side or the other of a dilemma is just a range of possibilities. When people express only one side or the other of an issue, their minds split, making them unconscious. The 3D electromagnetic field of the mind is constantly responding to the 4D splitting dynamic of the collective mind. Yet, without this dynamic, things would not solidify into vibrating electromagnetic fields in 3D. This is literally how our thoughts and feelings create the reality we each see ourselves in. The cool thing is, as we move from a dualized or separated view of reality to a polarized or integrated view, we are creating our reality every step of the way based on the view that we have. So it's really all about where our consciousness is. Experiencing opposing forces as interconnected is seeing them as a polarity. The two sides of any issue are in resonance and interconnected. They link different dimensions, which expand possibility as well as our consciousness when viewed from this higher perspective. Getting stuck on one side of an issue is a dualized perception of our reality. This causes us to feel angry, judgmental, and fearful, which blocks subtle consciousness. We know we are caught in a duality when we have an excessive charge on one side or the other when we just know we are right, making something someone else wrong. I know I can certainly identify examples of both of these perspectives in my own life. We can all learn to differentiate between the astral influences of the 4D planes 
and the higher dimensional inspiration by observing both sides of an issue to perceive the full range of information available. Once we've figured out this vast creative archetypal game that connects us all, astral influences cannot divide our thoughts by canceling out one side of an issue, and this increases our intelligence. We must seek to understand both sides to become conscious. Those who are polarized, not stuck on one side or the other, are better able to process old memories by releasing judgments about others. When we learn to allow these archetypal forces to flow through our consciousness, informing us but not controlling us, our bodies easily resolve wide polarity states, and the electromagnetic field of our mind expands, following the natural law of expansion and contraction. Higher dimensional inspiration and information is very strong, and we can receive it in a non-reactive state of mind. As I said before, 4D is a live and participatory zone. This zone receives all the messages coming from the higher dimensions, which is why we feel such intense emotions about 4D archetypes, like, for example, angels or demons or superheroes. Those are some real common examples of, of what I mean when I say an archetype. 4D activates our feelings which then split into positive or negative possibilities. This process informs our feelings in 3D so that it is possible for us to encompass the magnitude of the higher dimensions. Remember, there is always a purpose. These messages from the higher dimensions are the source of human creativity, split by 4D into dark and light possibilities. We can receive these messages directly in our hearts and minds when we see clearly exactly how 4D belief systems influence human cultures. When these intense emotions run through our body, we can use our minds to observe these feelings and learn to distinguish between lower astral influences that are separating and negative and divine inspirations which are positive and unifying. It is the nature of archetypal forces to seek vehicles in 3D for their inspirations. We as humans are the circulators of divine inspiration in 3D because we are creator beings. When we work intentionally with the divine inspirational forces, we birth art, theater, music, laughter, visions, and sacred cultures. When masses of people respond to the need for change in a collective mind, we can see the results in such ecstatic sacred cultures, such as the ancient Egyptians, Mayans, Minoans, and Celts. At any time, we can choose to open to the flow of this rich archetypal stream by changing ourselves and putting into the collective mind what we want in there. We do this by mastering our reality, emotions, and thoughts. We must each choose to be the masters of our world on a personal level, because that is how we create the world we want on a collective level. Imagine this as an upward expansion through the planes of 4D. When our minds are not split, the 4D canopy is a great diaphanous web over us, dynamic and expanding our frequency fields like a fan. A sovereign mind that monitors emotions allows the web to pull us right out of being stuck on one side or the other of these archetypal dramas being played out, 
which raises our vibration or frequency. As our frequency raises, we begin to experience the interconnectivity of all humans, and this is what opens the portals to the higher dimensions. This opening of the portals to the higher dimensions is what reformulates the fourth dimension into the diaphanous web that then dissolves control agendas. This outward or upward expansion is also where we have experiences of spiritual awakening, heart opening, clarity, and quiet inside. There is a sense of spaciousness and opening inside, upliftment, a sense of present time. When we are experiencing joy, love, and gratitude in our bodies and minds, we know we are in the higher planes of 4D, which are all preparing us for the unity of 5D. In this human experience in the game called life, we are acting out the linear story, which is the bridge between 3D, 4D, 5D, and higher dimensions, and without which they would not exist. The fourth dimension is, is the bridge between 3D and 5D. We are all pretty much on now. And here we can reintegrate our group identity without the loss of our personal ego, as it is the last vibration where physical vehicles are used to contain individual consciousnesses. Through the expanded perception of our fourth dimensional self, we can create great change in our physical world. And intention is the secret to navigating this realm and creating the change. Look for your soul's intention behind every experience to see what you are learning. As Carl Jung said, in this world of imagination, we can change our intentions and thus the patterns of our experience. Even though our desire is for the higher planes of the fourth dimension, our personal imbalance will limit our entry to the lower astral plane where fear, which is the lack of emotional balance, rules. If we wish to journey to the higher planes of the fourth dimension, we must work to keep our thoughts harmonious and our feelings centered in the infinite balance of love. In, th in this manner, eventually, we can experience all the planes of the fourth dimension. Then our I am presence can lead us across the bridge into the fifth dimension. Donna and I have a personal mantra we've used for a while now. We got from Emmanuel and his choice for love books. And it's powerful and simple and applicable in every moment of life and all the experiences and choices and struggles. And that personal mantra is simply, I choose love. I use this when I have difficult thoughts come up, when I am really stuck on one side of an issue, and it is beautiful in the way that it will help to pull me out of it. So I'd like to leave you with some affirmations for the fourth dimension. I step into the fourth dimension. I see my connection to all of life and to my third dimensional selves on the step below me. However, I still experience myself as an individual. My reality is very mutable now. Persons and places change quickly, but I am aware that it is my thoughts and feelings that dictate these experiences. My fearful thoughts create frightening situations, and my loving thoughts bring me happiness. If I follow my fear, I go down into a world of torment and sorrow. However, if I follow love, 
I see a rainbow bridge of light. So that's all for today. Thank you for listening. And you can visit our author website, ddadair.com, or our YouTube channel, Spiral Path Therapies, for additional resources for this talk, as well as other topics we have shared, and to let us know what questions or comments you have about any of the information we share. Also, you can sign up for an email if you'd like to know when other talks become available. I hope this was of benefit to you today, and I wish you many blessings on your journey.